All right. Shall we go? Yeah. Press uh, start. Yeah. You 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 start it. You intro. Fucking Christ. Okay. Got, got him. <laughs> Welcome to episode twenty of the conversation of Pop Punk Power Hour. What to do? Well, did we get a new name? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> the conversation of Pop Punk Power Hour. <laughs> why not? We're talking about we're talking about talking about it. Damn. Um, is it 20? I see we have 20 yeah. in the corner here. Okay. Yeah, I wrote 20. I hope that's, that's cool. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> um, we're doing today's episode remote because this is actually your off day. I'm surprised you actually suggested today be a recording day. Well, okay. So when did I text you to suggest <clears throat> this? Uh, probably Thursday. Okay. Cause I figured like early in the week, I was thinking to myself, Wednesday would be an ideal day for us to record. We mm-hmm. often record on like a Wednesday. Yeah. And Wednesday came and went and I completely forgot. <coughs> and then yeah. I was thinking on Thursday, uh, this is a little bit of a busier day for me. Also, I wanted to go for wings with Jen after mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Friday doesn't really work. Saturday's not really realistic. I don't want us to miss a week. <coughs> yeah. Let's do a classic Sunday morning, <coughs> baby. Yeah, there you go. No, that works. That works. Yeah, this week was very busy too. So, uh, but we made it work and we are talking about lots of things. But of course, the biggest one being your message in the Discord group Blink 182 album out. Oh, baby. Yeah. Uh, did I hear correctly that this is the first? <coughs> I mean, I'll look this up like while I'm, while I'm saying it, but this is the first Blink release in like eight years, like album wise. Like, what do you mean? Like, is like this not the including first? nine? When did nine come out? Oh, that's what it must be then. Okay, those freaking, <clears throat> it got me on TikTok. I freaking fell for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the last one that they released as Blink with Tom was 2011. Which okay. was Neighborhoods? Uh, neighborhoods, no? yeah. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> California and nine with, uh, with Matt Skiba. So yeah, yeah, first, is that eight years? Yeah, that's eight years. Mm-hmm. No. No. That's 12 years. When did it come out? 2011? 2011. This is 2023. Yeah. Yeah, that's 12 years. <clears throat> that's TikTok 12 got years. me again. <clears throat> you fool. I never, I never, I've, I've gone to a point where any TikTok video I see, I don't believe it. The only reason I believed it was because it was, I mean, <clears throat> and, and again, we'll get more into the blank stuff in a little bit. Um, the main reason I believed it was because the video was from this guy that it, the video only had 2,000 views mm. and it was this guy being recorded by his girlfriend on the couch and he was bawling his eyes out. So happy that he's listening to a Blink-182 album with Tom in it. Wow. And just uncontrollably crying. And then at the end he's like, I just wish I was listening to this with my friends. <laughs> so it was like so, <laughs> it was so wholesome. I was like, this guy can't be lying to me. <laughs> oh my God. That's funny. And yeah, sad. So I fell for it. Yeah. That's all right. That's funny. Um, but yeah, no, we're glad that we're doing this and here we are. <sighs> we're so, t- we're so tired. I don't even know what's going on. <clears throat> That's okay. We roll through. Uh, how's the week been? How a couple of weeks been since we, uh, since we last chatted to everybody? What, what have you been up to? Yeah, it's been, it's been busy. I think I rolled into San Diego by the time we released the other episode. So mm-hmm. I was in San Diego working, you know, there's no point. There's no point in actually enjoying it there because <laughs> my days are just minimum 12-hour days when I'm there. There's and no how beach. much of it is spent just, like, 
in a hotel or <laughs> in an office? Uh, well, most of it, basically. Damn. Most and then of you're it. out of there, and then you're on yeah. to a new city. Yeah. Next, not this week, no, like end of November to I'm going, or middle of November, I have to fly to San Diego, then I'm going to fly to Chicago from there, and then back home. Oh, my God. Do you, yeah. do you get any off time while you're in these cities? If I request it, yes, but usually, like, personal stuff is like always just kind of lined up after so yeah and i'm by myself so it's not that fun <clears throat> yeah fair enough but if there's know, like a I'm... cool if there's a cool place where like i know there's something to do um i'll like get the flight back the next day like later on in the afternoon or something yeah but that's pretty rare when that happens because usually i just want to come home yeah it'd be pretty cool if you're <coughs> in one of these cities <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm gonna be doing that all all episode, trying to clear yeah, me, my throat. Me too. Uh, it would be cool if you if you could like catch a hockey game or something, or like if there's like a football game in the mm-hmm. city that you're in or something. But I totally get it though. If you're like at that point, you just kind of want to get home. You, yeah. You're, you're not there for personal reasons. You miss your you miss Van. Just mm-hmm. just get home. Yeah. Exactly. I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little scrambly this morning, I guess. Uh, should we get into... I know we want to spend most of the time talking about the Blink release and getting our thoughts on it, so let's quickly get into what we've been listening to, and yep. then we can actually spend the vast majority of the bulk on uh, the bulk of the episode. So, mm-hmm. Colton, what have you been listening to? Um, so, in case you didn't know, Blink-22 released a new album. <laughs> That's been kind of what I've been listening to, but <clears throat> also, so you know how last time we were talking about like podcasts and audiobooks? Yeah. Um, and I was talking about Red Rising and how I got mm-hmm. the audiobook for that. And um, I finished the second part of that so quickly that like the third part of that audiobook doesn't come out till January. Oh my God. So you I was caught like, up I, the schedule. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I can't do this. So I went out and bought the third book and I'm just reading it now. Oh my God. I, like, I guess I'm that's that, kind of good. Like you've got yourself like a, a healthy addiction, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Nah, it's, but it's, it's great. I love it. Um, and then I, but I didn't ask you what you've been reading. You nerd. I, well, I, I, I know to. this thing. Like I want to be listening <laughs> to it, but, um, I think I talked about geese yet, uh, last time. Um, that was they were actually playing here last night or on Friday night, which was oh really? I, I didn't I didn't see them, but um, a couple of our friends did. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Palace <laughs> lately. Um, the album specifically, "So Long Forever," uh, is a song that's their most most popular one called "Live Well." Great song, great track, great band. Um, highly recommend it. It looks like this. <laughs> to the uh, to the people watching on YouTube. Yeah, and for and for cover. you, you know. Oh, and for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> other than that, no, it's been tough. You know, when you go in those ruts where you're like, I hate everything I'm listening to. You know. Yeah, I I've, I feel like I've for the most part been going through that for the past year. Mm-hmm. Where I'm so tired of my music. Um, do you listen to Real Friends? <laughs> I have kind of an issue with real friends and so you actually sent me one of their albums yeah and it's awesome because kale texted it to me he's like this album is great and i listened to it and i was like you are right this album is really good and the album is there's nothing worse than too late yeah 
I meant to and, talk about it last time. I completely forgot, but okay. yeah, it's let, fantastic. Let me, let me explain. Okay, so you talk about it, <laughs> but let me explain why they bother me. And it's for such a dumb reason. Mm-hmm. But And I don't think it exists to anybody except for me. Um, I don't know, this just irked me. But I really, really, really like this album. So I'm very conflicted. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it was from <clears throat> 2019. Do you know... Um, there's like that award show for I think it's called like the AP the Alternative Press Music Awards. It's for like the pop punk or the punk rock or okay uh, or like that brand of music yeah. as opposed to the more traditional music award yeah. shows kind of thing. <clears throat> and Neck Deep was doing one of those big performances where it ends up as a promo for one of their new releases but up until that point they were doing a big mashup of a bunch of iconic songs like they were playing oh, cool. like a Green Day song and it would transition into a whatever song and then it would transition into whatever song and then mm-hmm. it would end up transitioning into their new song that they're releasing cool real friends was the band that was announcing them on onto the stage and I don't know who it was in the band because I don't know them that well I I think somebody might have told me that it was their drummer or something. Mm-hmm. When he was announcing Neck Deep, he was doing that. You know when people try to do an imitation of um, like old Tom DeLong slash very drunk sounding person? Yeah, okay, yeah. You kind of know what I mean? Yeah. So like he went into the mic and was like, we're here We're to introduce to a band. band. Uh, That's been <laughs> this band is gonna play one, and it was just like, awards. shut the fuck up. It was super cringy. Yeah, I'll send you the video, or or maybe like we can we can cut into uh, into mm-hmm. this like the version of it that I'm talking about, and it just pissed me off so quickly, and oh to the point God. now when I hear something from real friends, I'm like. Because I usually really like what I hear from them, but I always have that extra thought of, oh, that fucking guy. We're here to announce a band. Maybe he's just being, he's just having goofs, you know? Even if it's a goof, I hate it. I hate (laughs) it. That also reminds me of your gripe with, uh, with Knuckle Puck. Yeah. Wait. Did, do you know my gripe with Knuckle? Yeah, you told me about it, and like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was this podcast or if it was like the OG Pop Punk Power Hour, but there yeah, was some so, conversation we had. But I don't know okay, if you so told it. Just here. a refresher, and for anybody else that hasn't heard my gripe with with Knuckle Puck, <laughs> they went at this guy, this YouTuber uh, who does a lot of pop punk content. His name's Jared Alonji or Jared Alonji. I'm not entirely sure how you, how you pronounce his last name. But he makes fun of bands, and a lot of times, like, bands will get on board and be a part of the video. So he made these t-shirts that were kind of making fun, playfully making fun of Knuckle Puck. Mm-hmm. And the shirt said, Canucle Pook, everything is phonetic. <laughs> That's is, what the shirt said. Funny. Which is really funny. And then on Twitter, the band, like, went at him saying... You're stealing our our content. Like this is insane. Like what the fuck is your problem? Like going really hard at this guy, and then he sent screenshots screenshots of their merch store, and they have the original PlayStation logo, but instead of a P and an S, it's a K and a P. And it's like, <laughs> what are you guys getting mad at here? You're doing the same thing. Like what yeah. the fuck is this? So uh, I really don't like Knuckle Puck. I, I don't. I won't really listen to them for that reason. And it and it's it's K A N O O K L A P O O K. 
Which like, is so funny. It's so clearly a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Canoe poop. To get upset about that is hilarious. Yeah. So so yeah. Uh, knuckle puck. Knuckle puck is to like a worse degree than real friends for me, but mm-hmm. both of them kind of have this like weird cloud hovering above them when I listen to their music. Again, it's, just, it's worse for Knuckle <clears throat> Puck. But that album that you sent me by Real Friends, I legitimately really like. I listen yeah. to it a ton. It's super good. But yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, have you listened to anything else or is that kind of, is that wrap it up for you? <sighs> that's pretty much been it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much been it. All right. How about um, you? Yeah. So do you ever do, do you ever get that thing where uh, somebody texts you, whether it's a song or just in general, and you forget to respond and then all of a sudden it's been like six days and now you feel awkward about responding because you left it for so long. Do you ever, do you ever do that or get that? Never. No, not once. <laughs> You're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, because all, I all do time. it all the time. Uh-huh. And it happened most recently with my brother, who I know mm-hmm. is going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Dom. And he sent me a song by the band Beartooth. And I personally mm-hmm. hate having notifications on my phone. So right. when I see a text message, all the time I do this. I'll mm-hmm. open it and close it to get rid of the notification. And then I'll be like... I'll, I'm going to respond to this later. Yeah, I'll and come I, back to and this. I, and I often forget. Yeah. So Dom sent me this song by Beartooth. Uh, let me pull up the text to see when he sent, sent it. Oh, last Sunday. So a week mm. ago today. Nice. And I just thought about <laughs> it last night, so Saturday night on my way home from hockey, and I was like, fuck, <laughs> I forgot to even look at this. Mm-hmm. So uh, almost a week later, I finally listened to it, and it was incredible. This song is called I Was Alive by Beartooth. I had it on repeat for my entire drive home yesterday. Mm. Uh, really enjoy it. So shout out to Dom and shout out to Bear. I haven't listened to any more of that, that album. Oh, this is, uh, their, this is their newest album. It came out yeah, on I October thought, 13th. I thought it was their new release. <clears throat> yeah. Um, does that mean Dom's October 13th? So that was f- last Friday. So... <laughs> Dom sent me sent it to me a day after their release, and I didn't <coughs> listen to it until uh, <coughs> excuse me until almost a, an entire week later. So, yeah, uh, been listening to that uh, a lot last night. I thought it was really good. Um, and then I started listening to this. I mean, of course, listening to Blink One Eighty Two, their mm-hmm. their new release. But I started listening to this new podcast. Maybe you've heard about it. It's called uh, "We're Here to Help." Uh, and it's featuring Jake Johnson, who plays Nick Miller on New Girl. Yeah. So I'm sure so many people love, are familiar I with love him. Jake Johnson. Yeah, and Gareth Reynolds, who is a comedian friend of his, and I think if I heard correctly, also played like a small role on New Girl as well. Mm. Uh, in the in the later stages of the show, I have to tell you, mm-hmm. I don't think the character of Nick Miller is that far off from. Uh, Jake Johnson yeah. in real life, unless he's just playing a bit for this podcast. But I really, excuse me, I really don't think it is, uh, or I really mm-hmm. don't think he is. Which is great. So, which is so funny. Like he, it's incredible. So the premise of the show is they take callers, and it's usually like two or three an episode. The caller has some sort of problem that they're dealing with. It's usually not like a <laughs> massive problem. For example, one of the problems that that was on the the latest episode was this wife uh, of a husband obviously is really annoyed with her husband because he goes for a run early in the morning and when he comes home 
uh, and showers, he starts stretching naked in their bathroom, and they don't have a door to their bathroom. And she's like, I don't want to watch him do this. <laughs> so they try oh, to give man. their advice or suggestions to fix yeah. this issue. Uh, and it, it's really it's really easily consumable. I think episodes e- episodes are less than an hour. I think they're closer to like 30 or 40 minutes every single mm. episode. So they're very easy to hammer through. Um, and they're really funny. So I would highly suggest listening to that. Uh, and it's a pretty new podcast, generally speaking. Uh, mm-hmm. Their latest episode was only their 19th episode. Look at that. We're one ahead of them. Wow. Bunch of bitches. Except uh, they started August 22nd. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, highly suggest listening to that, especially if you are a fan of New Girl. Um, because, like I said, I don't think the character of Nick Miller is that far off from his own personality. And mm-hmm. on top of that, they bring in guests all the time. And I'm pretty sure they've brought in every character from New Girl <clears throat> already. They've had Zoe Deschanel. They've had oh, cool. Max something, who is Schmidt. They've had mm-hmm. Coach. They've had Winston. Uh, and alongside some other people as well. So that has been what has been dominating my ears hmm. since we last talked. Okay, I'll give it a listen. Yeah, highly suggest. Give Should we get listen. into the bulk here, the reason that everybody is listening to <laughs> us and the reason that we're here talking this early in the morning? Absolutely. It's blink time, so, baby. It's blink time, baby. If you have been living under a rock or have not been paying attention to any of what we've talked about this episode <laughs> or aren't a part of our Discord, which, uh, shout out to our Discord, go hop in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blink-182 has released a new album as as Blink-182, like we talked about last week, the whole question of what is Blink-182. Mm-hmm. So as Blink-182, Tom, Travis, Mark, they've released their first album together since Neighborhoods, which came out in 2011. The new one is called One More Time the same title as one of the singles that they released that, again, we talked about maybe on the last episode, maybe on the one before that. I don't entirely Mm -hmm. remember. But, yeah, new studio album with a bunch of songs on it. Let me pull it it up. And while you're pulling it up, a couple things. Right now, they are headlining the When We Were Young Festival. That's right. Um, That's going on right now. This first show was last night. Second show is tonight, which I'm... I really wish we were there. Um, yeah. I think we should really make an effort to try to go next year. I think it's yeah. happening next year. That would be um, really cool. I think it would be a lot of fun to do. And um, Mark posted a, a video this morning of like after they just you know walked off the stage. Um, he's like, I just tore those sixty thousand people a new bunghole. And I don't know why I said bunghole because I was just swearing at them for the last two hours. So I tore them a new asshole. <laughs> And he's like, I have a new asshole. His name is Tom DeLong. And then walks off the stage. It's so great. <clears throat> so that makes me happy. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been 20 years since Untitled came out, which I think is their Are most. Are you joking? No, since like, I think that is their most, like, when they were their most blank. And uh, yeah, almost 20 years ago, like November something. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, November eighteenth, two thousand three. Holy yeah. fuck! I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> I'm just looking here as well. Oh no, I thought that that was maybe going to be their top selling album, but uh, Enema of the State. Oh really? At least in the U.S. Yeah, that makes is, sense. Uh, I was thinking that or Take Off Your Pants. Yeah, 
I, I, like I'm looking on Wikipedia right now, just looking through through the album titles, and it's crazy seeing the. I mean, again, we'll get more into the new album here in mm-hmm. just a sec. But like, you see this the self titled or the untitled album uh, in the U.S. Uh, 2.2 million sales, and then the next one, Neighborhoods, 353,000. Wow. <laughs> Nine seventy-seven thousand. Damn. Holy shit. I, I mean, it is hard to compare those numbers because that's like, that's that's just pure right that's not sales yeah. or anything like that or like a streaming or anything like that right yeah that's hard yeah, but I'm, sh- I'm sure the numbers would be different now but that's tough uh, yeah regardless that is, uh, that's a tough one okay so um yeah the new album one more time it has 17 songs on it so it's a mm-hmm. full ass album yeah um, and i was really worried when they were doing all these like release title like singles um Cause I don't know for me when I hear, cause I actually only listen to, well, I guess edging and then one more time. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to dance with me one time and I was like, I'm not, no. I'm, and then I didn't listen to any of the other oh, uh, release singles until, until the album. Cause that like, for I don't know, for some reason that worries me when bands do that, when it's like, here's title, here's release tracks, 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 tracks. Like, please listen yeah. to the album that sometimes doesn't bode well, but yeah, um, I will say when I was listening to it, because the, the songs that were released as singles take up, I would say, like the first quarter or first third of the album or so. Mm-hmm. So I will say, because I was, I did listen to all the singles as they were coming out, not that the album like took a little while to kind of kick in for me, because like the first song was, that the first song is Anthem Part 3, that, was, mm-hmm. that wasn't released as a single, so that was like an unbelievable start. But yeah. after that, it felt like it was single and single and single. So until it hit, the part of the album when it was like back to back to back to back songs that I haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. That was kind of when it started to hit me. So for the, my first listen through, kind of just rehearing the singles, not that I dislike them by any means, because yeah. I, I do really like them and I do really like the album a lot. It, it, it took a little while for me to <clears throat> really get fully invested in the album because I had heard a bunch of the songs to that point that's, already. That's why I don't like listening to the singles when they come out because it just kind of like it's like you 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 know what's coming, right? So um, you can't listen to the album like you can't have like a full cohesive view of it entirely. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I list so the first time I listened to it was uh, on my run yesterday. So I plugged it in and went for a run. And um, for me, you know how. You know, I've talked about how I ruin album listening by putting it on shuffle. <laughs> um, and actually, uh, shout out to Lieutenant Kiff in the Discord who said that uh, he's going to try to do it on yeah, shuffle. Yeah, baby, today. you're recruiting. Uh, which is awesome. <laughs> so, funny enough, I thought I put it on shuffle, but it was just on the normal. Because <laughs> I'm running, so I'm not seeing like what's coming up next or anything, right? So I'm just thinking like, yeah, okay, everything's on shuffle. I get it. Like, you know, I, uh, for wow, me, this is really cohesive for shuffle. Well, I didn't No, I actually was the opposite. Like, cause you're thinking it's on shuffle. So you're not expecting any cohesiveness. Right. So it's just like, here's a track after the other track after the other, blah, 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 blah. Um, until I looked at it after and I was like, oh, that was the, cause I was really enjoying it. Like the second half of the album basically. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, these songs, I wonder where they appear in order, but no, that was not it. Um, but <clears throat> you know, when I was listening to it, um, it's hard, especially for a first listen, not to immediately compare it to past albums. Yes. Right. And like every song I was thinking, 
does this sound like old blink because that's my that's my threshold for like if i'm gonna like this song which mm-hmm. is a is that's a dangerous thing to fall into because mm-hmm. why would it why would it sound like old blink <clears throat> you know I, not in terms of lyrics or anything like that because obviously there's going to be some maturity which there is um but it was more the the actual like <clears throat> musical instruments and like the playing of it like is that the same kind of style as what they would play you know 20 years ago yeah. um and some were which was cool some weren't i was i was feeling the first half of the album was more like new style pop yeah right and not to say that's a bad thing that's where a lot of it's gone but like for the first couple it wasn't for me but then i listened to it a second time and i'm like all right you know everything got a little bit more (laughs) cohesive and i think i think this album needs more time for me like personally like the more that i listen to it i think i'm gonna like it even more it's my kind of it's gonna grow on you yeah it's my general kind of view of it yeah i uh, I agree with you where when I was listening to it, especially when the first song is Anthem Part 3, <laughs> I think it, whether whether you're already in that mindset or not, I think it's going to put you in that mindset mm-hmm. of almost comparing and probably unfairly so because this is Anthem Part 3 and everybody knows there's already Part 2 and, and, and Anthem Part Which, 1. Which, by the way, Anthem Part 2 came out in 2001. That's so fucked up. So thinking like 20 years difference between um, part two and part three, because like it's it's really interesting because I think doing like a part one, part two, part three comparison comparison would be cool. Oh, like, that's a really good idea. Because part two is all about like, you know, if we're fucked up, you're to blame. It's like, yeah. we're the kids, you're the adults. But now it's like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> now we're to blame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that song almost sets the stage for a little bit. And and we talked before, even with the whole, their, their single One More Time, how they're really trying to, you know, feed into that nostalgia factor and remind everybody that this is what we've been in the past and we're back. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're doing this again. I, I think they are right off the bat on the album with a song like Anthem Part 3 trying to continue to feed into that nostalgia factor and get everybody kind of in their feels that are the diehard Blink fans. And I think they did a good job of that because that's mm-hmm. certainly how I felt as well. And based on that TikTok that I was talking about earlier, that guy also felt like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't really, I don't think we really need to talk too much about. <clears throat> Um, the songs that are kind of in a row that we had already beheard, that we'd already heard before, like mm-hmm. "Dance with Me," "Fell in Love," and and, and again, I, I'm not meaning to talk down on these songs because I also really like these as well. It's just that we had we had kind of heard these, or at least I had kind of heard these already. Mm-hmm. Anybody that was following the singles had kind of heard these already. It's really, it's kind of after edging, and you don't know what you've got. That's when it gets into the the stretch of how many songs here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row that are brand new that we've never heard before. Yeah. Um, and so for me, that's when it was a lot of the kind of analyzing, I guess, yeah. of where this stands up for me as a Blink album, because now it's it's stuff that I've, it's stuff that I've never heard before. And, and to that point, I really like it. Like mm-hmm. I just, 
to, to get your kind of wheels turning a little bit, I, I think I'm going to ask you in a little bit, so I don't totally want to put you on the spot. Mm -hmm. Of I want to ask you where you would rank this mm -hmm. in terms of blank albums. And I'm just talking about studio albums. I'm not talking <coughs> about live. I'm not, I'm not talking about greatest hits. I'm, mm -hmm. Excuse me. I'm not talking about EPs or anything like that. Just their studio albums. I'm going to ask you where you think this slots in. Um, but... There's a lot of good songs on here that I think even if I wasn't just listening to the album because it's a new release, I think there's a lot of new Blink songs on here that I'm going to be adding to the mm -hmm. to the to the cycle of songs that I'm going to be listening to in yeah, in a in a cycle pretty frequently here. And I don't think that happened at all. Again, we talked last episode about, you know, what songs do you remember from California and from yeah. Nine? Man, none of those songs from either of those albums. <coughs> I don't think there's a single one that's saved in my like on my Spotify of liked songs. I don't think there's a single song from either of those albums that I've listened to since the release of those albums. Maybe California is a little bit different I because yeah. that was kind of the first. I mean, that was the first Blink album in a while, and that was the first Blink album with Matt Skiba, so that was like a highly anticipated one, and. and there's a lot okay, of radio not, play too for exactly. for California. Um, um, you know, I I still listen to "Bored to Death" and "Cynical" off that one. Still yeah, the, I think that was the first single that they released. Yeah, and, and again, you, you talk about radio play with the anticipation of that one. Like that wasn't just the first album with Matt Skiba. That specifically was the first song with Matt Skiba. Mm -hmm. So. That one being so highly anticipated, I'm sure that one got a, like a shit ton of plays <laughs> compared to the rest. But I think that there's legitimately a lot of songs on this album that I'm going to be adding to a playlist, and I will have a lot of fun listening to as individual songs, mm -hmm. not just listening through the album in in an order kind of thing here. Yeah. Uh, are, are there any songs to you that that kind of stand out among the rest? Are there any that that you that caught your attention pretty quick? Yes, there's a couple. Um, I want to do like say your favorite song on three, one, two, three, and then. Because um, <laughs> like, do you have? Because I'm gonna ask you, do you have like a standout track? Uh, I have a couple, but yeah. I think I do have a song. If you were to say name your favorite track, I think I mm -hmm. do have a song that I could that I could say out loud. Yeah, I've got I've got two. First one. Do you want to? Do you want? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to try it? Yeah, let's try it. Okay, count it and say it. Do okay, it. so three, two, one that we say, okay? Yeah, okay. That's gonna, we're we're going to be different. It's going to be funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. One, two, three, turbo. Bad time. news. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I did actually really like bad news. Um, yeah. Listening to it for a second time because um, I listen to Obviously, I listen to albums weird, um, and I don't know if like how I actually like listen and process to albums is different than other people. Mm -hmm. um, but I can talk about that. But Turpentine, I really liked, and also Terrified. Wasn't Terrified was like one of their like more punk rock ones, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I enjoyed that one. Um, those two, kind of the most so far. That can mm -hmm. very well, very well change. Um, but Turpentine made me laugh because that's like stupid funny jokes, like with the pronunciation of it, Turpentine. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that one, those two were really good. But when I listen to songs for the first time, it actually takes a while for the lyrics to like sponge, I guess, with me. You're like actually hear the lyrics. Hear what they're saying. 
because I kind of listen to and hear the lyrics almost just, or the song, like the singing as just another instrument, you know? Yeah. That's just kind of how I process it. Like I really have to like focus in and like understand and process the lyrics. Cause I can't, I can't get a meaning usually off like the first listen. That's just, maybe I'm slow. I don't know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it takes, it takes a moment for me to, you know, to hear them, hear them. Yeah, yeah. D- but, so does that mean that that now on your future <clears throat> listens, you're going to be in that stage where you're actually listening to the lyrics, or are you at that stage now already? Um, I'm like starting that stage. So like, yeah, the first listen is just the in the totality of the song, the lyrics, and like the song, or like the style and the sound and everything like that. And then yeah, mm-hmm. next couple will be focusing on on the, the actual lyrics part of it. Yeah. Um, but I did remember really uh, liking Bad News. So, yeah, Bad News was like, a, it's so funny. <laughs> I remember watching this video. I guess there was some contest that that some like high school band had won, and because they won, the, their prize was they got a songwriting session with Mark Hoppus, mm-hmm. and they were showing him the song that they had started working on, and it starts with. It starts with the chorus, and then it goes into a verse, and then it goes into chorus. And uh, I remember hearing Mark say something like, "Oh, the amount of Blink One Eighty Two songs that have this format, where you start with the chorus and then go like it's such a classic mm-hmm. kind of easy way, especially when you're getting when you're in the early stages of writing, to to start with like a catchy hook and then yeah. try to get yourself rolling from there. And Bad News is one of those songs. So whenever I hear a Blink song, or honestly any song really that I notice is starting with what ends up being the chorus, uh, I, I kind of think of that a little bit about how, um, I mean, A, Blink-182 does this, but also B, that it's, a, it's an easy starting point for, for uh, a band to get into writing. Mm-hmm. I actually really like, I mean, I talked about uh, Bad News. <laughs> and a, another song, Turn This Off, which is a really short song, yeah. and it's one of their jokey songs kind of yeah. thing. Like, it's done in, in the blink of an eye, it feels like. But really catchy. It's really I, I good. Want, I wanted it to be longer. Those I, are, that yeah. was one. I was listening to it a couple times in a row just because, like, it's only like a minute long, mm-hmm. man. I want this to be three and a half minutes. This yeah. is so good. It's less than I know, and those are the ones that like, those ones they, they hurt because it's like they could do this, right? They know they they can, they can do it, <laughs> but it's only gonna be for a minute, right? So yeah, but <clears throat> you know, does it lose its um, does it lose its like shine if they make it longer, right? Those yeah. little those little nugget songs in fuck faces only uh, twenty nine twenty seven seconds long, so <laughs> yeah. Which is which is tough, but um, God damn it. yeah, but yeah, the interlude was cool. Yeah, um, you're such a big interlude guy. Yeah, I remember you. I remember you telling me that when we used to work at Swanee Set, like way back <clears> in the day. You're like, mm-hmm. hey, did you hear the interlude on whatever? And I was like, <laughs> no, man, I'm not listening to the interlude. <laughs> uh, so many good interludes that that Blake does. Um, what do you think the highlight of the album was? Like, what's your like? Not like it could be a specific song. It could be a specific like function or phrase or just anything like mechanically. What was kind of a big highlight for you? Oh, okay. So, okay. I, I have two answers to that and both of them <coughs> might be kind of easy. I don't know. Cop out answers. Well, uh, well, I guess we'll yeah. see your reaction. So 
the the drums on any Blink album for me are always such a standout. Yeah. And I remember saying, uh, shout out to Chris Bork, because I remember the the day that California came out, we were driving to, or it was like shortly after California came out, we were driving to uh, a Canada Day party, and we were listening to California. <laughs> and on the drive there, I was like, man, I don't know how Travis Barker continues to sound better on every single album. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like and th- that's such a that's such a well yeah, obviously kind of answer because he's Travis Barker. He's mm-hmm. widely considered to be one of the be- greatest drummers of all time. But I found myself thinking that again on this album and that's not just a credit to him. Of course mm-hmm. that is a massive credit to him because he's an incredible drummer and I legitimately think he continues to find a way to get better. Yeah. But the the recording quality of his drums are also something that to me always sound better. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like if you go back and listen to the drum tracks on um, Cheshire, Cheshire Cat, oh yeah, and then you go to Dude Ranch, and then you, and you and so on and so on. Of course, you're gonna notice a big difference when you listen to One More Time in comparison to Cheshire Cat. Mm-hmm. But just listen to the to the increments that it goes up with each passing album, and I find myself going. And of course, Travis Barker also wasn't the drummer on Cheshire Cat or Dude Ranch, so maybe don't start there. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, <clears throat> excuse me, you, you listen to the quality of recording and the quality of the drumming as the albums progress on and on. Mm-hmm. And I find myself legitimately letting out an audible gasp every time when there's a new release of like, man, the drums sound better again. This is crazy. Yeah. The other uh, big standout for me, and again, this might be like a, a, a yeah, of course, album, is Anthem Part 3. Because mm-hmm. it's such a cool start to the album. It's such a punch in your face. I, honestly, I kind of forgot. The day that the album came out, I forgot that it was the release day. So yeah. it, it came out on, on the Friday before. So we're recording on Sunday, so it came out on Friday. Um, <coughs> I was just kind of rolling out of bed because I don't work on Friday mornings. Mm-hmm. And then... I saw on my Spotify, hey, new Blink release. I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to go get my headphones on, go for a walk, and I'll listen to the album. Yeah. So I actually put my headphones on and was listening to it while I was brushing my teeth. Man, I was vibing mm-hmm. in the bathroom while I was brushing my teeth <laughs> to this song. And it got to the point where like I had to take my headphones off because I had to finish like getting dressed and, and getting ready to go. And I was like... I would put my shirt on, put my headphones back on mm-hmm. like while I'm continuing to get dressed. Got to go put a hoodie on, take my headphones off, yeah. put a hoodie on, quickly put the headphones. It was, I was like rushing to put my headphones back on so I could continue listening to this because Anthem Part 3 set such a good tone and just and and started the album off so well and just put yeah. me into such a, a vintage Blink-182 kind of mood. So yeah. for me, the, the, the standouts, at least right now, again, the album's only been out for a couple of days. Right now, it's the drumming, uh, both in terms of like the quality of Travis Barker and the quality of the the recording of it, and Anthem Part Three. Yeah, now, honestly, that's pretty much my my answer too. Like the 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 drumming, like I always feel like they could use it more, but you know, that's I guess I had that thought in the first half of the album um because those you know those be- those release tracks were more of the new age kind of pop punk where it's just mm-hmm. it is kind of that basics um but the second half is really where it it it, it kind of shines and stands out um but yeah i think again just from 
kind of that second listening through focusing more on the lyrics i you know i think it is cool to see because a lot of them are about like their past issues their health issues or even like their issues with each other or some girl relationships but there's always a nice sprinkling of vulgarity for the sake of vulgarity <laughs> which is just a you know which like helps kind of pad it f for being too sappy you know yeah so it's always nice to to see that that classic uh, version of, of Blink inside there. So. I think it's so funny after the, the next song following Anthem Part 3 is Dance With Me mm -hmm. and, and you're in this awesome mood of that, that Anthem just put you through and then the next line you hear is Tom being you know when I teach masturbation I just say just just have fun with it mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> it's like yeah. what a it's, what a jarring the, yeah, switch. Yeah, the, the breakneck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's again imagine listening to that on shuffle and be like oh wow you know what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or pretending you're listening to it on shuffle. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's, funny. that's that's kind of it. And um, but yeah, no, I think, I think yeah, I think this is definitely one for me that'll get better the more I listen to it. Um, yeah, I had a thought it completely derailed because somebody started vacuuming right above my floor here. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, while you're thinking about that, I'm going to get you thinking about what I uh, hopefully got you thinking about earlier. Uh, I'm gonna, going to ask you now to rank this album in terms of the other studio albums that they have. So I, while you're thinking about it, just to remind everybody, I'm going to go down the list of the albums quickly so they're fresh in everybody's mind. And then if anybody also wants to send us where you would rank this album, uh, feel free. That would, be, uh, that would be a fun little debate. So the albums in order from oldest to most recent. We have Cheshire Cat from 95, Dude Ranch from 97, Enema of the State, so now we're in the Travis Barker era, that's from 99, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, 2001, the Untitled Album from 2003, Neighborhoods, 2011, now we enter Matt Skiba, Realm of Blink, mm -hmm. California, 2016, 9, 2019, and now One More Time from 2023. I don't necessarily want you to rank every single one yeah. in order. Like you don't have to go one through however, mm -hmm. but maybe give me your top three or top five albums and and tell me if this album isn't in that in the t at least the top five. Tell me where you would put it. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, I think I think my top are going to be. I think this makes number four, number five. I feel for me um, okay. because untitled then I'd say probably anima or take off your pants and jacket um, so those those would be like if, if one of them is second the other one is third or vice versa yeah yeah and then I really like dude ranch um, and then I would probably put one more time after that but it's hard it's hard because it's so early, mm -hmm. um, but I'd say for now that's kind of where it's going. And if I was like to give this like a, a out of five score, I'd probably put it like three and a half so far. Three and a half um, out of five after yeah. like probably two or three listens. Yeah, say. yeah. Okay. And I'm sure that'll go up, but yeah, <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. Okay, I think. Okay, let me think about this a little bit and. So on our last album when we were talking, or not our last album, our last uh, episode when we were mm -hmm. talking about this, I was, I don't know if I said it 
like word for word, but I was trying to, at the very least, I was trying to get across the point that I have a feeling that this new album is going to be considered up there with one of their like top albums, just based on like what we have been hearing so I far. Th- and I think so. So I would probably put, oh man, I, I don't want to just like copy and paste your, your answer. I was going to put, is it pretty similar? Well, I was thinking about, I, I mean, the top three is always going to be some order of the untitled take off your pants and jacket and enemy of the state. Yeah. I think for almost everybody, that's going to be the top three. I, ah, man, I know Dom is going to get mad at me because we're, this is another thing that we're just agreeing on, mm-hmm. but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to also put untitled at my number one. Yeah. Then I'll put take off your pants and jacket. Then I'll put enemy of the state. So those are my top three. Uh, I would probably put this one one more time right now. I think I would put it after those three, so I would put it in number four. Mm-hmm. Then I would go Dude Ranch. Then I would go Neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. That might be controversial. And then I would go Cheshire Cat and then California in nine. Nice. Yeah. Nine being my uh, my last place one. Sorry, sorry, Matt Skiba. <laughs> Nobody it's... talks enough about dogs eating dogs either. Yeah, but I mean, we're leaving it off this list. No EPs, it's an EP. yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's another album that or album, EP. EP that I put in the same realm as Neighborhoods, mm-hmm. where because it I came out think... a year after, right? Yeah, and it it was. Again, like you talked about last episode about the, their different way of recording neighborhoods where yeah. it was like they were in different studios and sending stuff in. So it was it was very much so a different vibe. And mm-hmm. it was also like while Blink had gotten back together at that point and Tom was back in the mix, I don't think the vibes were were totally back to yeah, normal I the agree. way they are now. I agree. So I, I think neighborhoods and dogs eating dogs I, well, I think dogs eating dogs is oftentimes forgotten about mm-hmm. but i think people look at those in the same kind of vein of like yeah like it's yep. it's just okay no but I'm i've totally, talked about I'm before t- about how like neighborhoods i hold it actually higher than most people do and mm-hmm. uh, like you i would put i would put uh dogs eating dogs in a similar category i think it's a really underrated uh recording yeah and but like this one, I think that this is where they're they're most co- cohesive since basically Untitled. Yeah, like such a like there is definitely a united front on this one. And the one more time music video was the like the right that was the the idea of it. Um, do you think this album is their magnum opus? Um, before I answer that, uh, yeah. just, you know, for the listeners that may not know, and it's definitely not me. <laughs> so just asking for a friend, could you explain what Magnus, op- obviously I know what it is, but right. Just, Even uh, though you like, you're just purposely pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> shut up. Uh, you don't know how it's pronounced right. It's for, a, for asking for shut. Tell me what it means. Yeah. Yeah. Just for, for, <laughs> for those who may not know the Magnum Opus is their like more, most significant or important piece of work. Like the cult was culturally or culturally significant or most important piece of work. Doesn't have to be their best, just their, their most significant or their most important wow. piece of work that they've done. 
That is an interesting debate. Yeah. Oh, I would say, I think I would say no. Mm-hmm. And I think that I would more so give that to Enema of the State. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because that's the first album with Travis on it. Yeah. So before then, it had just been Scott Rayner. Mm-hmm. And then when they kick him out of the band, a lot of the future can very much so be up in the air yep. of like, it does, does this shut down Blink-182? Mm-hmm. Does this, like, how does this affect Blink-182? And yep. maybe not knowing at the time, but now in present day, it's very obvious. They added to their band again someone who is widely considered to be the greatest drummer, if not Mm -hmm. one of the greatest drummers of all time. So I would say Enema of the State more so falls into that category because it was very much so a fork in the road that nobody really knew what was going to happen, and they turned out to release, I mean, three straight of their... I mean, those next three albums, Enema of the State, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, and the untitled one, you and I just agreed. Yeah. It's are their best. Th- their top three albums yeah. are probably those three in some order. Yeah. No, oh, that's a great answer. Do, <laughs> what about, do you think that this is their, uh, what did I say? Is it Magnus said, Opus? Said, no, Magnum Opus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is this their Magnum Opus? I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence yet. I think, um, yeah, I think I'm with you. Like, I don't, I don't think so. I think in terms of like the cultural significance, um, it's not there. I think this one is really for just the diehard fans. Mm-hmm. So, not for like everybody, right? Yeah. So, but it's yeah. an awesome debate. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure some people will have different opinions, which I'm excited to hear. Yeah. So let us know in the Discord. Let's chat about it in the Discord. Let's do it. Uh, does that feel like a good place to wrap up? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think, uh, I think for the for the first time through our entire run of the Pop Punk Power Hour, we actually used the bulk of the episode <laughs> to talk about the yeah. bulk of the episode. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Doesn't usually Sunday happen. mornings, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Well, thanks to everybody again for joining us uh, for another episode of the Pop Punk Power Hour. We will once again find our way into your eardrums uh in about two weeks times so uh colton do you got anything else to say no i think that's it um i started us so you can go ahead and and close us off fuck (laughs) i hate i hate closing (laughs) fuck all right see you guys later okay thanks bye